Essendon's 150th season is in the books, and I don't think we've had a worse one. Hello, Nathan. Hello, Sam. How are you? Oh, frustrated. Frustrated, yeah, good word. Don's end a pretty a pretty miserable season. The same way they started, a 66-point loss to a very good side. Um, nice little bookends there, round one and round 23, 66 points. Rutten no sacked. improvement. Rutten sacked. <laughs> um, what else do you say other than thank fuck it's over? Get in the bin. Um, just a quick thank you to everyone who watched our pod on Friday. Thousand views. Only the second time we've hit a thousand views on YouTube. So um, much love for one that. One million. One million, <laughs> one thousand. Um, means a lot. It's really nice to see for us. So thank you for that. Right. A lot to talk about this evening. First things first, Essendon 11-9-75, defeated by Richmond at 21-15-141. Really disappointing after a pretty strong half of football in the first half. Um, we looked okay. We looked good, I'd say, in the first yeah. half. There were patches we looked right. But just completely outclassed, for one. Richmond are a nice little football side. Um, but just all the issues we've seen defensively. Yep. And effort, just not there. It's just like everyone said, oh, well, that's enough. I've tried. I'm going home now, Claire. Yep. What time the beers come out? <laughs> When's Mad Monday start? Yeah, Mad Monday starting now, boys. Half time. So we'll touch on the game quickly, and then we'll talk about truck and, and what we think will happen there. Um, we're going to do a sort of a season review in a couple of weeks, so not, not too much on the season as oh, a whole. we're going to smash tonight. our club. But, yeah, that'll be fun. Um, and we've also got tonight our best and fairest, the Don Pod Best and fairest winner will be announced. It might shock you. Um, is is the, the player going to be here? Is it your house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just off camera. <laughs> Can we ring him? Get him yeah, anyway. Congratulations. Stay tuned. It's getting a phone call from some dickhead going, guess what? You won the Don Pod, bro. Yeah. I'm sure they'll be thrilled. <laughs> what? Who is this? How'd you get my number? <laughs> <laughs> hey, if I had any SNM players on speed dial, I'd be pretty happy with that. Maybe we could do at least like a, what's that thing that you young people use with the pictures? Instagram? Yeah, one of those ones. Don't, don't you have Instagram where you follow people? Showing your age there. I do, but I wouldn't use it for that. Um, yeah, just a shout out to it. Anyway, maybe we'll get sure. some off. Yeah. Right. Anyway, Merritt, 37 touches. Good game from him. Parrish, 28 in the goal. Shield, 28. Um, and not much. He was on else. fire at halftime. He had a hundred fantasy point, no, two hundred, whatever. He had a ridiculous amount, and I had him as captain in fantasy football. And I was going, "Oh, go, Zeki. Yeah, he had a lot. Uh, right, three goals, two. Finished the season on fifty-three goals. Very good output from him. Well done, Pete, if you're listening. Uh, D'Ambrosio, two goals. Draper, a nice little soccer. Heppel, Hurley. We'll touch on him. Menzi, Parish, Stringer, one. Um, Stringer, very unfortunate. And a sore head. Copper, very solid knee to the back of the head. He might Um, have another head at the back of his head at the moment. Yeah, that would have fucking hurt. Oh. And he flushed that kick before. That was the frustrating thing. It was like, oh, he's on. He's on here. Thought the same thing, Sam. I thought, oh, oh, string. And I put him on a little bet, a little cheeky bet to kick the most goals in the game. And I thought, oh, yeah, he's looking good. He's looking looking a little cheeky. Unfortunate. Um, So I guess. (laughs) Wasn't the only thing I got wrong in it. Don't worry. Positives first. Um, I guess I'll start on Hurley. I mean, he wasn't great, let's be real, on the night, but got his goal at the end. 
Um, something to cheer about for those that went to the game. Very classy gesture from Richmond to get around Very him classy. as well. I think just acknowledging what he's been through is pretty significant and pretty serious. Mm. Um, more than so than some other injuries players perhaps get. So well done them. Um, but that was nice. It was a nice little way to end a pretty freaking horrible season, I guess. Um, Menzi, not Menzi, try again. D'Ambrosio, two goals. Mm-hmm. Nice set shot and a nice one on the run. Showed a little bit as a small seems, forward. Seems to have the skills at both ends, really. I, he's, I was happy with him, impressed by him as a defender, and I have been must admit I was pretty impressed with him as a forward. So A late kick's and a late kick. And it's, yeah, ex- exactly. Skill is skill. Um, Menzi with his first goal, that was nice. Yep. Um, he's a good little player too, I think. Other than that, mm. I think I'm out. I, I really, I, I texted you halfway through the game saying, I hate our back six. Yes, you are not a fan. I just, I felt like they, they just seemed to get so far up the field. And I don't know if that's the coach's fault or their fault, but why the do they have to go so far up the ground? Like, can't one of them say, hey, Rids, you stay back there just in case we cock this up up the other end and they turn it over? Because guess what? They're pretty good at doing that. They, they have got a bit of pace and they can kick and hit targets. So how about you stay up there, mate, and if we cock it up, you're a goalkeeper. Something no, is there. don't want to. What, what I found more frustrating, and you're, you're the defensive-minded of the two of us, I think. I more look at sort of our forward line. I'm more into that because... I like your, kicking goals. Your so junior football I like career. Kicking, I like kicking goals. It's the most entertaining like part of football. Why wouldn't you want to kick goals? Seriously. Um, the matchups just didn't make any sense. So nah. Lynch, goalless at halftime, right? Great. No worries. Richmond get on top. Lynch ends up with five goals and gets subbed off pretty early in the fourth quarter, it has to be said. So yeah. I didn't understand how you end up with Zerk Thatcher, the taller of our defenders on Rewalt, who is not the tallest of their forwards. And then Laverde gets somehow isolated on Lynch, who'd be given away probably seven or eight centimeters. Yep. It just made that like how how? Tell me how. How? I, I think a big issue there is that I I look I like Laverde and he's had a great couple of years, but I don't know if he's the right solution going forward. We need to find like we need to get form into Zach Reed. Because BCT's been really good. Let's all agree on that. Probably been the big mm. surprise packet of the year. And he's one of our, he's a key tall defender now. Because like, he'd be 198, I'm guessing. Something like that, wouldn't yeah. he? BCT? And he's in that side going forward round one yep. next year. He's in that side. We need to find another 195 or 200 centimetre, and that's, you know, Reed mm. player that is agile, can take an intercept mark and kick the ball well. Because, I mean, you, we've watched, you look at, um, the good teams at the moment, and I'm thinking of, you know, probably not Brisbane because they're rubbish, but they, you know. Melbourne. Um, well. Melbourne have got, obviously, uh, May and Lever. Collingwood have got, um, uh, what's his name? Howe and the son of. Yeah, uh, Moore. Moore. And I'm sure if we went through more teams, there'd be a lot more. Richmond have got their two tall. We, we just seem to lack a second We're quality. We're short at tall. We're short at tall in defence. I know all year. And Ridley's, you, you can't, he's hes more of a small to medium defender. Um, and then the Redman, you know, he's meant to be in the run. Hind has just really fallen off in form in the last few weeks, I find. He's nearly probably the worst footy I've seen him play. Yep. I just, uh, going forward, we need defenders that know how to defend. And we, we've seen Do that we for a couple a, of years. 
We need a team that knows how to defend. Oh, yeah, we need a team. Your, your forwards can defend and keep the ball inside your forward 50. That's yep. a defensive attribute. So one of the things I, I looked at too was under truck, under three years under truck, I'm going to call that 2020 season under him because he was essentially, in, yeah. He's essentially in charge and he, he's got to take responsibility. But so we were 16th that year for points against. We were ninth last year and then we're 16th again this year. So two of the three years, we were the third worst team or third, third easiest team to score against. And that, and in your third year when that happens, like, like it went 16 ninth, that's good, but it should have hung around nine or even got a bit better. Yeah, but it went way back. You can't, to, yeah, you can't drop that far off. No, and and like everyone would agree, our defense, a team, and back six just disgusting. Like, and and everything you know about football, and we're not coaches at the highest level. All the good coaches, when they come in, that's the first thing they get sorted. Okay, let's learn to defend, let's get that working. And that's what we talked about half or sort of that Sydney game around the bye. Yep. I could forgive losing if we just shown yep. a bit of we're trying to build this defensive team that can stop the if opposition. We were giving from out miles scores. You know, lose by 10 points every week, but mm. only concede 60 or 70 points. All right, exactly. I can see what you're trying to do there. But well, we're seeing that with Frio. What, 141 and 140 last week? Richmond's yep. second highest score of the year. And I just—it's the same way we started the year. We were giving away a lot of points, and then you look at a team like Frio, who they've been under their coach probably, I would guess, three years as well. I'd guess. Yeah, about that. Yeah. Yeah, and you can see, like this year, I, I would, without looking at the numbers, I would have thought they'd be probably in the top three. Yep. GWS have, a... have done it towards the end of the year, yep. been really, really shit to play against. Mm. But you go well. They're trying to do something, clearly trying to do something, and they stuck with it, and they have the players committed to doing that. Freo was second this year. Yeah. So all right, we'll talk about coaches soon. I don't want to get into that just yet. Yeah. Um, it's just frustrating that we seem to keep doing this where we – and even under Worsfold. So 2017 finals, 2018 out. 2019 yep. finals, 2020 out. 2021 finals 2022 out you you just want to see that little creep up the ladder you don't have to do it all in one season go from no, no, no. the top four just a little incremental rise mm. getting better at defense getting better at attack getting yep. better as a club as a team and it's also concerning when you hear someone like joe watson who's someone who's you know recently been at the club not longer and he's left. well well respected yep who's saying that you know that the the silos aren't talking to each other like the footy departments and the the board and they're not all communicating they're always looking out not looking in and all this sort of stuff i think that concerns me when i hear that sort of talk and and you know you feel like well why why you know like what's wrong and look i know that people are very angry at people like Xavier. um what's his name Campbell, mm. Campbell, David Campbell. Yep. Yeah. And look, I'm not a big fan of this new board, the new um, president so, of the board. Well, let's talk about that. So anything else on the game? We were shit. We were shit. shit. And the players have to own their shit too. They can't, all the blame can't be on the coach. I don't, I won't accept that. The players are not running hard enough. And for whatever it, I had a bit of a feeling through the middle, middle of the year that there was a bit of a wag, a dog, the tail wagging the dog sort of scenario where they maybe got their way and things went right. And then the coach said, no, 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 I want you to do this. And they went, nah, stuff you. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I don't think I have anything else on the game. I really liked Richmond's gesture of the 
the pats on the bum for Hurley. That was really nice. Um, The guard of honour for him going off the ground was really nice. They're just, and this happens to me every year when a team wins the flag and you sit there and go, geez, what a fucking good football club. Richmond were a basket case and have turned into a professional, well-run, positive football club. And Yep. Melbourne were a basket case not that no, long yeah, ago. Yeah, well, like that's in, correct. 2019, so, I think they came about second last or third last, didn't they? Like, in 2019, they dropped off after making a prelim. But 10 yeah. years ago, 2013, we beat them by 140 points. Like, hmm. But they've been through, they've been through like a horrible stage where they were just, hell. they won a couple of games in a year. You know, like they... You know what's interesting on that? Yep. I don't know if I've said this to you already. No. North Melbourne and West Coast in 2022 have won two games of football. Essendon in 2016 won three. That's pretty... I don't know if that's impressive for Essendon 2016. No players. We won three games. Oh, yes, yes. North and West Coast have won two. (laughs) I'll tell you one other thing I find interesting, too, to throw back at that, too. So last year, GWS finished seventh and won a final. Yes. This year, they finished below us on the ladder. And... Yet we seem to be the biggest fail in the competition. Like you well, know, they our... sacked their coach, but I think it's how they, all this has come about. They had to sack their coach because they, yeah, they, but... they played in a grand final three years earlier. For us, it's about how it's come about this week, which we will talk about. So I don't want to overlap too much on the conversation we had Friday. Not that I can remember what that is at all at this point, but we are getting slandered in the media and by oh, the. Yeah football public for how we've handled truck and you know oh, how truck's such a good guy and he is and truck handled yeah. himself really well said all the right Nothing things to adulthood in, in his press conferences said yeah i would have liked to have been treated a little bit better that's absolutely fair enough he probably should have been but most of this was media driven the media sacked truck on monday not the football club no there may and- have been conversations but they didn't sack him at that point. Could we have handled it better? Yeah. Yeah. The Essendon Football Club shouldn't have, whatever they did last week, shouldn't have happened. That should have happened today. Yeah. They should have stood down their president and sacked Rutten on or Sunday, whenever they did that. Like that should have happened all Sunday. The they should all just boom, end of the season. We've failed as a season. We're going to, somebody's taking the blame because this is what has to happen. Yep. And you two are the main guys that are getting sh- shipped out the door. Not the week before. They shouldn't have, that's where they, up. They shouldn't have... And that was entirely Clarkson-driven, right? Yeah, but the Clarkson thing had passed. Like, surely Clarkson, Clarkson's manager should have said, no, 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 you're way too late to this conversation. <laughs> I think, again, was that media-driven, though, that the media was saying, oh, well, they're going to speak to Clarkson. They should speak to Clarkson. And then some of the Esther board went, we should probably speak to Clarkson. And someone should have said, uh, no, we're way too late on that. Why don't we just wait another week? And this is the thing, too. Like, fair enough... With Rutten and the... Now we have the to Rutten's. deal with North Melbourne people being all cheeky. Fuck that. That's fine. Win some games of football, North. Um, Until they moved to Tassie. Dave, Mr. Barham, president. <laughs> his reasons he gave, saying we haven't been competitive throughout the year, all that, that's fine. No issues, no dramas yep. with that being well, the reason. Did. But he can't be the only head to roll. No. No, no. And honestly, it's been a week. Not at well, it has been exactly a week. I don't, I don't like this president. No, I don't like him at all. I don't like the vibe he gives. I don't like the fact that he's already seemed to make up his mind that we need an experienced senior coach. 
And Xavier Campbell has to be looked at. 100%. He was in charge when we got worse foul. He was in charge when we picked Rutten. He yep. was in charge. He made those decisions. During those times. And yeah, it's going to cost us a bit to pay him out. You can't seriously sack truck and then just sit there and be okay with the bloke that employed him and led that change. Their argument's going to be that they made that decision as a group, but you can't have blame go towards one person. Look, I, I don't. I honestly don't think Truck was a good coach. I'm going to stay it. I, I probably wouldn't have said that until right now, like you know, right after three years. But when you look back at the three years, I just don't think we ever looked any good. Like last year, last we only year beat like one. Those, or, we beat one or two game. top eight sides. Like the the Bulldogs game was a great win. Yeah, that was a bad hit, really. Yeah. This year, we won those few games against Sydney, uh, St Kilda, and half of Brisbane. Half of Brisbane, yeah, and that was it. And I, 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 you know, I don't think our list is brilliant, but I watch, you know, Collingwood running around, you know, in the top four. I look at Carlton, and I, I know we're not their list is as well, I don't think Collingwood's list great, to be honest, but I don't think we're as good as those the, the list. But I, I, I see the effort Hawthorne are putting in week in week out, and that's a very ordinary list. GWS, I, GWS. You know how McFay didn't get that job because he got those guys to play for him, yep. and they didn't. We, they didn't beat Fremantle. They took them to the line, and yeah. Freo were a decent side. They should be beating GWS. Yep. Um, anyway, but I, this I, now begs the question, mm. which I'm sure is why the 31 people that are here are here. Now we actually have to talk about our next. How game. long till James Heard joins? <laughs> How long? Uh, Friday, we were only guessing. We were talking about whether we think Truck should stay or go. He's gone. Now it's we have to get a new coach. Yep. When I looked at sports bet earlier today, Ross Lyon. Oh, yeah. I did love a good bet on it. Ross Lyon was. Not the that betting's good. People don't bet. Bet's batting. Bad. Listen to what I'm saying to you. Nice. Ross Lyon was the favorite. That it, Yes. Thank you. That is the reaction I was. Yuck. Not Ross Lyon. I'd be interested to see if it's changed. I might just have a quick little. Quick I'll have a look at that now. That's horrible. Ross um, I mean, oh, I guess it will be defensive minded. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? It's kind of like, will we be good? Maybe. Will it be boring? Yes. Yeah, it'll be boring. Uh, I still no, don't understand half the things he's said. Adam Uze is now favourite. Um, which I'm a big fan of. And then James Hurd's second favourite, Ross Lyon, now third favourite. The, 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 they, they always know something in this thing. Well, Uze was the favourite for the Giants job and missed out. Well, is it so, interesting that he hasn't got that? Does that mean he's more of a chance to get this? Else? Maybe he's backed out of that one because he's seen the opportunity here. Because like, I would have thought, so if I'm, I'm a coach wanting to get into a club, I would love to, as Adam Uze, to love to get to Essendon because, yes, I know we've gone through shit, but we're still the Essendon Football Club. You still get to coach, you know, Anzac Day, um, the um, Indigenous the Round, that, you know, with lots big of club, big lots money, of money, good yep. facilities, yeah, all that. Um, I don't care what the I don't care what the media says about that. You know, coaches are still going to want to come and coach us. Look, I don't I, care I what think... the ha- is happening last week. They're going to go. No, no, I'll still go. I think any coach is now going to look and go and ask questions. And I think they should ask questions more so now than ever to say, what the hell's going on at this football club? How much power Am I will I get have? Any stability? What can I bring? Can I bring my own team? Do I have to mm. keep with the assistants that are there? Blah, blah, blah. 
Uze, I know very little about, and I only sort of researched him a little bit this afternoon after he missed out on the Giants' job, or didn't get it, or didn't whatever. A um, couple of years at Hawthorne as an assistant coach, and then has been at Melbourne this year. Um, has a one hundred percent win record as coach. He must have coached if Goodwin when, when was, he was sick. Was he? Yeah, he must have. Yeah, COVID so, must be the COVID round. One game, coach, one win. Um, how often can you pick up a coach with a 100% win record a day? Is that experience? Does that mean he's an experienced coach? Experienced coach, coach yep. Senior experience? Um, <laughs> that's a, good, that's a thought... good start. Like Hawthorne into Melbourne yep. is a good step, like a good build-up um, to being a senior coach. They're just making up names in this betting thing. Have you seen who's on it? Yeah. Tim Watson is there. Oh, yeah. I think at the end it gets a bit crazy. Matthew Lloyd, Scott Lucas, Tim Watson, Kevin Sheedy, Joe Watson, David Zaharakis, for Christ's sake. Wellman's on it, and I'm sure he's a board member. That'd be a bit of a conflict of interest. What's So, Uze, you'd be happy with that. I still maintain... Proper process, please. Yeah, 100%. Uh, but you would think a guy like Adam Uze is going to be a front runner because of what, you know, he's been highly talked about in the, you know, in the media as a good coach. Yep. Um, and if you look at... Sorry. sorry. Yeah. No, no. Finish on Uze. Well, I was, I was just going to say, if you look at the coaches who, you know, like, what's his name at Collingwood? He's only... He wasn't anywhere... He wasn't a senior coach before that, and he's obviously done some pretty good stuff there. Um, the only senior coaches come in is the guy who got knocked out by a point this week, which was so good. Let's talk about that just for a second. How rare is it that <laughs> these games of football that are hyped up to the levels that Colin oh. McCartan were live up to expectation? I such a good game. fell in love with football again yesterday. I watched that Bulldogs-Hawthorne that- game. On the doggies, can kick goals from anywhere. I, just, I wanted that drama of that game. Mm. If the dogs yep. had lost, it wouldn't have mattered. Um, right. and nearly they tried to lose it. Yes, the dogs they did what they had to do. Not that I like them, but it just meant Carlton no. had to win. And then you get eighty eight thousand at the G, which speaks volumes for Anzac Day that gets that every week, and that's what they got to a game that mattered that much. And there's some blues. I saw some footage of some blues. Not, not it's not surprising in the circumstances. Carlton Collingwood, sure they would have been angry. At Imagine that, walking out as a Carlton supporter there. Oh, you would have been just devastated. Yeah. Um, what a game. Yeah. It was just amazing. And I think most Essendon supporters, despite the fact it's Collingwood, would have preferred that scenario where Carlton get knocked out. The fact it was by a point is just... Oh, it was amazing. poetic. It was just, it was so beautiful. Like, to be in the eight... All year. All year. All year. And then to be played the second last game of the round, of the last round, and you lose by a After losing point. to Melbourne by less than a kick. After losing to Up by Adelaide. 24 points or whatever it was. Oh, you mother... You couldn't write it. I was so... I was so... Oh, thank God it's not Essendon. Yeah, we'd thank do that, wouldn't God, we? God, I would have burnt my heart. I would have, I would have broken things. I would have lost the plot. Oh, I, I would have gone into hibernation for oh, like a week. I wouldn't have gone to work. I wouldn't want to go to work. Oh, would have been horrible. Oh, so crushing. But, you know, we all deal with our own football well, we issues, We all have issues. We? And, mm. you know, we're not in really a position to laugh at the Carlton Football Club. But you know what I don't get, though? And this might be just a personality thing. I don't get Essendon supporters that are on, like, the Twitter and stuff like that getting stuck into the Carlton people. Like, 
Like, I don't get that. Like, just, we didn't even, we came third last. Like, I don't know why you're a fourth last. I don't know what you, look, we can shit. take joy in it. Yep. But I wouldn't be getting in Carlton supporters' faces about it. I'm not going to say anything to the Carlton supporters I know because, you know, I'm just going, oh, geez, that would have sucked. Well, you know, I like that to a couple today really and kind of, you know, gave them a little emotional cuddle and uh, I said made that sure they were all right. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, fantastic way to end the season. That was just phenomenal. Um. Back on the coaching scenario. So, heard. What do you really think? Try to forget the fact it's James Hurd. Try. I can't. Yeah, no. Well, look, I, okay, here's the facts. He's coached before at a senior, take away which club, he's coached before at a senior level. He's now back into the game coaching in his assistant level. So he's got experience. There's a tick box right there. They're looking, they're looking for experience. I still think it's more likely. I like your idea around Spike and him coming as, an, as you know part of the package. Mm-hmm. But, you know... I would have thought Spike, having the odds, I'm very surprised to see Spike's not... Yeah, he's not, quite far out, yeah. Yeah, which I would have thought, well, he's... As I said, I thought he's done all right over at GWS, but maybe, you know, maybe there's a different view in the industry of that. I don't know. Um, look, I'd be happy with Adam Uze, James Herb, Bakes Aracella, Gene Syracuse, Don well, Pike, not Ken Hinckley, not, Ken Hinkley, not, not Leon, Leon Cameron. Cameron. Leon Cameron had not an amazing David list. Teague, not Mark Williams. Mark Williams maybe in a senior sort of yeah. back... You know, like his role he has at Melbourne, like not as a senior coach. No, I don't want an old, cranky old who's going to just lose the players in the first six weeks. And where our players are already pissy little fragile shits. Any comments? How you really feel? Um, yeah, sorry, I was looking at comments. Um, Jade says Ross Lyons a goose. Yeah, I agree with that. Good. Ten out of ten. Heard as an assistant. Serge yeah. says. Um, Daniel says, I love how Buckley said he wouldn't coach us as if we would ever ask that Collingwood scum. I don't like that. I think yeah, if no, we he's thought a... Nathan Buckley was a good coach, which I think he was, given the circumstance, he took that yep. team to a grand final and they very nearly, you know, they could so easily have been a premiership side that year. Mm. I think a bit of respect for Buckley and I think Buckley has he said speaks that... in the media is, yeah. tells me he knows, he's intelligent. Yep. I think Buckley has sort of said along the lines that he'd be happy to have a conversation with them to help them pick, you know, to be involved in that process to, you know, give some advice. He's not maybe not interested in the role, but I think he'd be someone that the Essendon Football Club or whoever's running this process should talk to and say, hey, you know, what are your thoughts? Give us a couple of hours and just have a chat. You know, what do we need to get right? Um, Chris says, get Dimmer home. Tigers Premiership team are finished now. Surely he's gettable. I don't know. I reckon Richmond are every chance to win a flag this year. That is an interesting one, actually. I've heard that one pop up a little bit. What are your thoughts on that? What's his, I, I what's mean, his contract status at, Hall, at Tigerland, first of I all, I guess? At least next year, maybe the year after. I did look oh, at this. Man, no, that's not even talking about Clark, we're, not, no. we're not pulling a player out of a, a coach out coach of a football out, no. team. No. Not unless it was Hinkley. Hinkley's the most realistic option. Oh, in did the, you see, though, that that area? spud of a president of theirs has come out? There's no way you'll get him. He won't want to leave. Well, you're going to sack him in 12 months anyway. <laughs> Exactly right. <laughs> He's only got 12 months left on a contract, mate. Surely not giving them an extension, are they? Um, Don Pike has a really good win-loss record. Just a shame he runs horror camps in the off-season, says Phil. Yeah, why not? Oh, he'd be perfect detail. in Essendon. The people can come up with new names. Like We can be the jabby campers. <laughs> like that. 
10 out of 10. The 10 out of campus. 10 for the Chappie campus. Yeah. <laughs> God, I'm sick um, of this stupid. Like, this is, we talked about this the other day saying, I don't, I, I don't have a problem with James Heard because I want people to hate us. I, I want us to well, win yeah, and, and be hated. Really great segue. Jade, again, we need to be okay with being unsociable again. We need to be hard to trade with, hard to play against, and unpopular with AFL House. Yep. I don't know about unpopular with AFL House, but I'm happy to be uh, unpopular amongst. I like the thought. Fans, mm. yeah. How I want to be hated be for Collingwood just to see Carlton hurting. I'm not happy for Collingwood. No, I think that's, they've, that's crazy. What talk. they've done to win the games they've won in close scenarios is amazing. They like 12 or 11 games under 12, 11 games under 12 points, and they've won every single one. That's admirable. That's phenomenal, and that that builds a a, a pretty good. Um, yeah, attitude, culture, culture players. Yeah, and yeah. You could see it. They just they knew what they were doing. Yep. Carlton didn't. And that usually takes years and years. They were never out of that game. We're seventeenth last year, and it was take away. Would we be Collingwood next year, Sam? They played such good football. No. Um. Tom Pike has a sixty percent win loss ratio. Yeah. Well, Uzo has a hundred percent win, so it gets done. No. Um. Okay. Adelaide to the big dance. Yeah, I, I, think I don't have a problem. I, tarnished I, I, by the camp thing, but then we're sitting here talking about James Hurd. So, yep. So I, I think that, that I think that's a valid point, Sam. I don't have I don't have a problem with any of them except for guys like Ross Lyon, who are just too long out. How long since he's coached? Well, he's not even. He's just in the media. He's not even an assistant coach anywhere. Like you know, is because if you're too below him, like he's too much. I'm not going to be someone's assistant coach. I'm a freaking head coach or nothing. Whereas Don Pike's like swallowed his pride and gone, well, I'll go get an assistant job at Sydney. No, where is he? Somewhere. No, he was still an assistant, to be honest. I'm pretty sure he's an assistant somewhere. I've seen him. Oh, he's he's being he's on the the, the list, so I assume yeah. I'm going to quickly um, Google it while you talk. Okay, so I have to monologue, do I? Um, Blake Carousella, I don't see as an option purely because if he wanted to be a senior coach, he would already be a senior coach. He's so well spoken of at Richmond and he came to us and his assistant. I just don't see him actually wanting to be a senior coach. I have no clue. That's just how I um, view it. Apparently Pike's at Sydney. Yeah. That's what I said. Did you? Yeah. I wasn't listening. Um, (laughs) What's the point of a podcast is you and me talking and you're like, oh, Oh, I listened to 90% of it. I just tuned out for the A lot of it is fucking pretty hard to listen to. A lot of it is horrible. Yeah. Um, Hell, if you're bringing Ross back, we may as well look at Lee Matthews. What's he doing? <laughs> Again, he'd be a bit old and crazy. He doesn't like us because we um, tackle we, we we tackle and put people in headlocks, and that he couldn't sleep when he saw that. Even though he has basically ripped people's heads off by playing football, but when he saw a guy in a headlock, he couldn't sleep that night. <laughs> Still can't get over that. Lee Matthews was the most violent player on the field. Like seriously, he, he you snap a at- goalpost. No, you go look at some of the shit he used to do in the 80s and 90s when he played. Like, he freaking belted people behind play all the time. So what you're saying is he never sleeps. Well, and then he, he, he got all upset about how Red Dog got him in a headlock. God, put your head in. I do want to touch on your hat. You were specifically told on Friday not to wear a hat because your hair is divine. It oh, is exactly okay. why I'm not wearing a hat today. I was hoping for some um, compliments, oh, but sorry, there's yeah. been none. So mm-hmm. if we could get on that. People that are here. I prefer to wear a hat. Not about the grey. I think it just stands out more. Um, <laughs> enough of it. I don't need to throw it around more. Speaking of grey, GNC Siracusa. 
is the other one who's high up in the betting. I mean, that's all we've got to go on at this point, really. The bookies um, always know something. Do we? I don't. For me, I don't want an assistant coach currently at the club to be the one that becomes senior coach. Yeah, I can. I can understand that because what he, unless he's like, well, I know what the problem is. <laughs> I, I know what has to change. Input at some point. Oh, I, well, I, this is this goes down to the the Joe Watson comment. Is that they? It sounds like parts of the department are not talking to each other. The other one isn't saying. And I think he's got a point in he's saying that, you know, like the um, Dave is looking outwards. He wants to see what other clubs are doing. You know, why? I can look inwards, mate, and find out where it's fucking up in here. Like, because for 10 years, well, let's go back to 2012. Since then, we were a decent club around that period, 2013, 14, 15. We were okay. We played good footy. We won, like, what year did we keep 14 or 15 games? Was that so 2013, 14? we won 14. Yeah. So got- at that stage, we were decent. We were on a, a nice path. And then, um, the the you know the scandal whatever hit, and that took five years out of us. Now we're past that. Now Michael Hurley is gonna has left, and I, there's a strong part of me that kind of wants Dustin Heppel to take the money and go to Gold Coast. Now, he hasn't this, said anything about you know, but this is complete secondhand information. Apparently, Dyson Heppel's listed his house for sale. Make of that what you will. Really hope that is true because then we cull that. We finish that thing and we can just, okay, no more players to deal with. How can we sit there and say that and then go, let's bring back James Hurt? Yeah, that's a good point. Damn it, Sam. Because I'm with you. I'm like, let's completely rid ourselves of that whole thing. But then in the next breath, yeah, James Hurt. Woo. Yeah, because James Hurt's better than freaking Dyson (laughs) Apple. And Michael Hurley, love him to death. But James Hurt's the god. Yeah, fair enough. All right. Oh, well, when you, you should, what's his speaking sense crap? No, no, I don't often have the logic. Take it back. Um, um, I want you just to give me, in your heart of hearts, not James Hurd just because it's James Hurd. Who do you think will be the next coach of the Essendon Football Club? Well, I honestly thought it'd be Spike, but I think I might lean toward Adam Uze. Okay, I'm quite firmly in the Uze camp. If we get James Hurd, I'm never going to be upset, but. I think it was a. I don't think. I really don't think Heard. I don't know. Would Heard want the senior role? Well, apparently, and I can't remember where I read this, so I probably shouldn't even say it. But apparently, McVeigh, Heard, and Solomon, 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 are a package deal. So well, if Solomon's already take, coming. Is he? Well, I'm, that's a pretty much like a guarantee. Solomon is already. The SM Football Club may have even made that somewhere. Yeah, I've read right. that like on the AFL website, you know, which is okay. just as dodgy as any other one. But you know that Solomon is, you know. Let's culture me. In talks with Essendon. And that was weeks ago, before all this shit started. Okay. Well, I mean, again, no credibility whatsoever, but mm. I did read that they are a package deal. So I kind of expect that if Heard came back, it might be under McVeigh. I like what McVeigh did at GWS in his brief time, so i got no issues with that at all. But I think Uze seems to be highly regarded as an option for a lot of clubs. Well, a lot of clubs, us and GWS. I'd be interested if he pulled out of the GWS job or if he just didn't get it. Yeah, I find that weird that if, yeah. So I don't remember seeing the odds for that position because I obviously didn't look. Jose was favourite uh, today. Oh, really? Before it was announced, yeah. See, that to me is interesting. That but what to do me, they know? They if might I'm gonna, know anything. But if I'm going to read into that, I'm going to say Adam Uze is going to take the role up at the end of Melbourne's um, season, which is September. Well, yeah, they'll go deep, won't they? They should play in the grand final the way they're playing, but but we know um, that apparently we're meant to have this external review that'll take a month, 
Yep. So, Push it to the end of the finals. I guess we have to have a coach in for trade period draft yeah, around that's that not time. Till November, so that's heaps of time. Well, trade will be October. Yeah, it's yeah, not heaps of time. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know, but the, the coach is not making a lot of decisions, and that the football department should be making the decisions. I mean, pick. We're going to have pick for four or five. You know, with the the five, first pick going to, to be five. Yeah, five going to Brisbane. So. That's going to be one of about five or six kids, realistically. And it's all that's going to come down to is the actual on the day who are the other four in front of your pick. Mm. So you're going to go the next best one. And then the second pick is going to probably be, we'll be nearly bidding on the um, junior who played a pretty good game on the weekend, apparently for um, his under-18 team. Yep. 20-something touches. He's going to be a good addition to our. He's the sort of player we need. Mm. Yeah, definitely. The... Ideal scenario would be to have a coach in place for the trade period and for yeah. the draft. Like, yeah, but he only has yes, to be there like got, a week before. We've got guys to do that job. That's fine, but you still want your senior coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but he only has to be there a week oh. before. Like, he doesn't have to be there months before. No, 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 no. But yeah. it'd be interesting. Um, Heard Heard is divisive. We, we I've seen. I put a post on the page about it, and there's a mm. lot for Heard. There's a lot against Heard. I'm sure if we did end up with him, we would embrace it because it's it's hurdy. But Caroline Wilson would go off her tits, and that's reason enough. Yeah, in my book, GWS reported that they wanted Kingsley over Clarkson. Even says Jade, that's that's a big fucking call. That's a big statement. That's a load of shit. That's like, oh well, he didn't want to come to us. Oh, you rejected me, so I don't want you anyway. Like it's not me, it's you. Been there. It's not you. Um, <laughs> all right. Now, the moment we've all been waiting for, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I can drum roll. I can find my spreadsheet now. Good shall I do? Roll. Shall I do a reverse top five? Would that be five countdown? Like five down to one? Yeah. Coming fifth in the. Now, I want to. Sorry, I want to preface this. I'm really interested to see how this compares to the Crichton Medal. So we will we will revisit this compared to that just to see where we are by comparison. Like how I'm far off? I'm just curious how we view the game. Yeah, how far off, basically? Because <laughs> I think that's what it'll be. Um, what will what will we call it? Well, the file name of my spreadsheet is called Don Pod BNF. So that's yeah, what we'll okay, go that's with. What it is. Uh, in fifth place with three best on grounds, four two votes, and five one vote games on twenty two votes total, is Nick Martin. Nicky, Rusty. Rusty Martin, top five in your first year on the cover to Don Pod Best and Ferris. So he'll uh, be in the top 10 of the um, yes, the Best and Ferris, surely. Top, yeah, I'd almost go top five. <laughs> Faded a little bit, but would have got I reckon seven to 10, I'd put him, but yeah, go. Um, um, got a lot of votes early. In fourth place, um, with four best ons, four two votes, and four one vote games, four, 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 mm. is Dylan Shield, 24 votes total. He really turned his year around. He really did, and I respect that so much for yeah. what he went through. He, he oh, What I want to see is the same next year. Yes, keep it going, Dil. Um, we might actually get an All-Australian out of him yet. Absolutely. He's a good player. We bought an All-Australian. We best. just haven't got an All-Australian. Well, he might not be now, but he was the best center clearance player in the game. Hmm. In third place, with seven best on-ground performances Ooh. and two two-vote games, not a single one-vote game. Yes. On 25 yeah. votes, just one ahead of Dylan Shield is Zach Merritt. Zachy. Bronze medal for Zach. 
probably yep, well, a victim of not playing a lot of games. Yeah, no, he missed a, he missed a bit. He wasn't very good at the start of the year. And never, and then he wasn't he very good, but he did miss games as well. Mm. We missed him. Now, in second place, and he's robbed um, by a couple of votes late in the year, literally in the last two rounds, he's been pipped at the post. With That's how six, it works. Six best ons, six two-vote games and two one-vote games on 32 votes. Peter Wright. Oh, can only do Our it boy. right. Our boy Pete, fifty-three goals, got a lot of votes early in the year. Um, but it's been you got to be pretty consistent to kick fifty-three goals. So, year too. How good that is, money balling at its best. That is absolutely. Uh, in first place, can't believe we didn't uh, no, no, Jade, it's not Guelphie. In first place, with also six best ons, also six two-vote games, but four one-vote games. So that's a big consistency. By two votes, is Darcy Parish. Inaugural. Rish Rash. Which one's he? Rish. Rish. The inaugural. Oh, I get it. Best of fairest. (laughs) Well done. Uh, Darcy Parish. So um, if Darcy, if you're listening and want to give us a call. um, We'll get the award to you. It'll be plastic. I'll I'll draw something up. Don't worry. He's probably already on the the cans, I would imagine, and been pretty hard on them. Been Mad Monday. He'd be on Mad Monday. Yeah. What if they have a mad Sunday or they do hold it off on Monday? Probably just drunk listening to our podcast, I'm sure. Um, so there you go. We we committed to that at the start of the year. We both gave a 3-2-1 every week, and that is the culmination of that. Darcy Parish is the inaugural oh, Darcy. winner. But What are I'm people's curious. views on that? Well, I've got <laughs> the last comment from Jade is Parish with four question marks. Yep. Um, Phil says not a chance Parish will be that far up. So disagreement. Seems to be, seems to be the case, but um, that's how it went. That's how we voted. Look, we'll live and die by it. If he doesn't even get close in the Crichton, then we'll hang our head and try again next year. If he wins the Coleman, we'll give you a big, Coleman. you know, I say Coleman Crichton. Mm. They both start with C. They both start with C. Um, now, before we go, I want to throw something at you. Yes, Dan Hannabury. No. I saw an article today. He basically got paid one hundred eighty thousand dollars a game. Yes, but he actually started to get a little bit more consistency at the back end of this year compared to the other three years. But his leadership, his leadership would be if he, I know it's a big if on his body, but he's only thirty one. I don't know when he turns thirty two. I'd probably have to do some research, but they did pop it up in the game. He's only thirty one. I thought, hang on, he's got a good couple of years. Like if I know his body's been a massive issue, but. Wouldn't it be nice for us to get a person that got their body right at our club? You know, wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, that would be nice. Uh, Thirty-two in Feb, so okay. He, I just, no, I'm not a fan. Dan Hannabury. I've always been a massive fan of the way he plays the game. Like cracks in, great leader. Played at big clubs. You know, when Sydney were gold, he was one of flag. He'd be a great guy. You know, just to have. I don't know at the club. I would have thought. I found it interesting in St Kilda doing what they're doing, but I can understand why. I personally not a fan, but we'll let the people. No, no. Well, I thought he's not going to cost us anything. No, we'll be yeah, money ball. Um, Grant has commented saying you haven't discussed it, but pretty telling we didn't have one player in the extended forty-four men. All oh, yeah, Scott got, says plenty. Well, it, yeah. the only one for me that I would consider a chance would be right, but yep. fifth in the Coleman that means there's four ahead of you. So I don't know how Tex got in. But I don't watch Adelaide, so what do I know? He didn't kick more goals. It should just be a simple yeah, goal. Uh, so. Yeah. Um, 
Redmond may have been a shout, but too inconsistent, particularly at the start of the year. Seriously, he in the end, he would have had maybe seven good games. Yeah, and it's not enough. It's, it's, no, it's nowhere no near issues. enough. And that's it. Like As far as stands out, standouts. I know we just said Parrish won out a little best than Ferris, but he didn't mm. play a lot of games no. and and he's playing in a he's playing midfield. So he's got to compete against guys like Led and Cripps yeah. and, and we've know, got to pick that... three out of eighteen. Like they've yeah. got to pick forty four out of yeah. a lot of players. Like mm. yeah. So I got no issues with us missing Draper. No, someone I, th- I, Draper. I still think it says I, th- I agree though it says something about our list. What means that we haven't got we haven't got any, any good players. players. Well, I don't have it, and I think that's a. I think that's the thing that we, we we as Essence supporters get a little lost. We sometimes overrate our players. Like, I won't name him, Coffee. Um, there's a few like we we don't actually, you know, some of our players aren't that good, and the guys that we like, Parish and Merritt, they are actually good players. I know a lot of people don't seem to like Parish, but you know, you don't win medals and you don't get forty touches mm. unless you're actually a decent player, like. But in the context of the All Australian, they haven't played enough to really no, warrant that spot. Did in the Parrish get one last year? Oh, I'm he would have sure made it. Shit he would have got the forty at least. I think he got All Australian, to be honest. Yeah, I, I thought he, he made did. the bench. Yeah, and that's I reckon shows. Last year was a very very good year for him. This year he was a bit more injured and a bit more inconsistent. He was fifth in the brown though. For Christ's yeah. sake, surely. Um, I tell you what, though, I reckon Sam Draper will go a long way to maybe get an All Australian one year. He's got yeah, the right. He's very good. He's. he's <laughs> Sorry, so um, Merritt got named on the on the ground last year, all Australian, yep. and Dust was the first player on the bench. Yep, and that's the difference. Like they they are all Australians are quality quality players. Like we who would be our we wouldn't have another all Australian on our list. Hurley had one. Well, Hurls was it? Heppel might have had one somewhere. Or Stringer probably would. Stringer probably would have. Heppel hasn't. I don't think. Yeah, I thought Heppel might have snagged one somewhere when he was half decent, but probably not. Um, yeah, there's no one. Shield, Shield. Uh, Shield would have twenty. He would have definitely won one. Seven, eight. Us. <laughs> oh yeah, so, Prius, but he would have been. Yeah, Prius. So that's and that's a thing we've and we you know this year we are a mile away from having a player as you just said. Like our best player, Peter Wright. Um, Redmond was probably our close defender, but he still was a mile off it. Yep. Um, realistically, Sard had a better year than all our defenders, and you know I know that hurts, but that's the truth. Yep, and we'll wipe our tears away with what happened yesterday. Um, yeah, there's plenty still to talk about. I think we should wrap up. We've been going. Yeah, we're rabbiting on. Over time, um, what, I'm not quite sure what we'll do next. We'll do a review, but I might hang out for some more news and a bit of a reason to do it rather than just doing it for the sake of it, where we'll talk about the season as a whole and some players and a bit more in depth. Um, if they sort out the Crichton pretty quickly, we'll do it after that because then it gives us that other aspect. Well, I think there's so, a good chance you'd think in Crichton and a new coach in the next two to three weeks, wouldn't you yeah, think? Yeah, so we'll wait until there's a bit of stuff to talk about. We won't just do it for the sake of it. If anything happens in the meantime, we'll jump on and do a quick little chat. But, mm. oh, Devin Smith. Devin Smith missed out the year he won the Crichton. I seem to remember doing when he had some that 180-odd tackles. Yeah, I seem to remember doing some Photoshop of a blazer onto him because he missed out. Um, I don't mm. know if you got one at GWS. Uh, anyway, yeah. again, um, thank you again to those that viewed the Clarkson video on YouTube. A thousand views, massive for us. Thank you to the people that are here listening now. Um, wherever you're listening, we appreciate you and we'll be back in a couple of weeks with a season review. Um, I guess, thank Christ, that's over, but still go Dons.
Vemos.